Hi everyone, Simone here. This is our second May episode, being released on the 1st day of June. It took me a little while to edit this. There's a few strange bump sounds during this episode because my pets decided to uh, take part as I was recording this from home. They thought bumping around would be a great thing to do. So sorry about all the bumps and enjoy the show. We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at behindthestacks at sgpl.ca. Welcome everyone to Behind the Stacks. First and foremost, we are a podcast geared for adults to share our world with you. We will cover many topics and of course, showcase our amazing collection at the Spruce Grove Public Library. Hi Simone, how are you? Hi Courtney, I'm doing well, but my bunnies are being a bit mischievous. Yeah, Ranger, he was sniffing around some cords down here, the cords to the TV and the Xbox. Called out Ranger, no, go away. And, you know, he ignored me, obviously. And then Quinn looked at me and then went over to Ranger and just went, woof. And Ranger hopped away really fast. I gave Quinn a treat and I said, thank you for helping me. That was great. She's your little minion. She's like, oh, well, if you're not going to listen, I'm going to go make sure his money listens. My puppies like the Hunter One Dalmatian cartoon when the puppies start barking. They go right to the mm-hmm. team. They're like, huh? Aww. <laughs> I was like, you're so cute. <laughs> it's really cute. And they do the little head tilt. Oh, actually told me he goes right to the speaker and he's like, what? There's a dog in there? <laughs> Did it get in there? Yeah. No, Toby, no. Okay, well, let's get right into our next segment of... Whatcha reading? Or watching, or listening, or playing. Whatcha doing? I have been reading The Shadow. The story is about Nora Richter, who has recently moved from Berlin to Vienna, hoping to put her old life behind her. While walking to her new office one morning, Nora is approached by an elderly homeless woman who utters these chilling words. On the 11th of February, you will kill a man called Arthur Grimm, with good reason and of your own free will. Nora is unnerved. Many years earlier, something terrible happened to her on February 11th, but she chooses to shrug off the encounter as mere coincidence until a few days later when she meets a man named Arthur Grimm. Soon, Nora begins to have a dreadful suspicion. Does she have a good reason to hate this man she's never met? Could he be responsible for the tragic event in her past? And can Nora make sure that justice is done without committing murder? You can probably tell from that it's a thriller. I really enjoyed it. I figured out who the killer was, the person orchestrating it all. But there's also a lot more layers. So I was all proud of myself thinking, oh yeah, I solved it. And then there's this whole extra um, information. I, I really liked. Uh, how detailed it was in explaining the motives and what happened and lots of twists and turns. I haven't really read a good thriller since Girl on the Train. I got this also on the Hoopla bonus borrows. It doesn't count towards my number of Hoopla reads, so it's like an extra free one. Really, really good. I love this book. If you like mysteries, I would definitely recommend it. 
And for playing, I've been playing FIFA 2021 on my Xbox One, which is a soccer game. You can play pretty much any team in the world. And I was able to find Watford, which is my team from my hometown. They're definitely not like a major world famous team, but it was really cool to click on them and then have the announcer say, welcome to Hertfordshire here in Watford. It's fun, but my gosh, there's so many controls. Like you have the basic kicking and getting possession and throwing, but then there's also these trick passes and trick shots. And so I was kind of mashing the buttons a bit and I lost horribly. I think if I practice, I'll get the hang of it. It's it's very different to the games. I used to play soccer games in the 90s on like the Sega Mega Drive and my brother's um, Commodore 64. And those were so easy. You just move the player around and kick the ball. Now there's so many different variables and it's a little overwhelming, but I'm going to stick with it. And the graphics are amazing. It looks just like you're watching a real soccer game. Yeah, I don't usually play sports games, but um, after reading Elton John's biography, I was thinking about Watford and then I thought, I wonder if they'll be on this game. There's probably no way. No, they were. It's cool. I like it. That's awesome. I'm kind of the same too. I do not go for the soccer, or I shouldn't say just soccer, but the sports games. I'm like, I'd rather play the sport. I don't want to, like, person, not virtually. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm going to play soccer. Okay, so reading. I just realized both my books, I think, were from that Reese's Witherspoon's, like, book club. That wasn't intentional. What I read was uh, Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bully. Once again, I sincerely apologize if that's not how you pronounce it. Loved this book. I'm thinking about going to go buy it because I just thought it was so good. And yet it was another YA. It's like thriller. The biggest thing that caught me, it was indigenous. It was really interesting. It's about a Native American teen who must root out the corruption in her community. Main character is 18-year-old Donis. Uh, mixed heritage. And she's always kind of felt like an outsider, both in her hometown and on her nearby Ojibwe reservation. So kind of just doesn't find her place too easily. She witnesses a shocking murder, which was like, it was right at the beginning. And I was like, what? Like, no, no, you do that. Like when you flip back the page and you're like, no, 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 no. Oh, wow. So it was shocking for you as well. It was because it was just out of nowhere. And I was just like, no, it was like not even the first hundred pages. And it's like, bam, here, something's happening. Like, whoa. Um, but then she reluctantly agrees to be part of a covert FBI operation in a series of drug-related deaths. Um, so in secret, she kind of does her own investigation, which is really cool because it uh, relates a lot back to her uh, traditional medicine. And I just mm-hmm. really loved all the Indigenous knowledge and uh, culture. Like, I thought that was really nice because, as you know, and if anyone has ever listened to our other episodes, I do read a lot of YA but this one just really stuck with me because it had that cultural twist. But it has all of the famous tropes. Like it's got, you know, strong female character. The, if you want to quote the villain or the bad guy is someone that you weren't expecting. And they were close to the main character. And it's like, oh my gosh, twist. So it had all those good things. But then just that twist of indigenous culture really kind of just grabbed me. Yes. So I won't spoil too much of that one. And then I read Outlawed by Anna North. Short book like under 300 pages so you could just blow through that one another of mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon's book club books once again not intentional I didn't notice that until I saw the stickers on the front and I was like huh so this one uh, once again kind of getting the Handmaid's Tale vibes a little bit um mm-hmm. it's in the year of our lord 1894 um and the main character is an outlaw the day of her wedding uh, 17 year old Ada is looking like she's having, she's good. She's gotten married. She's going to have a family. Everything's good. 
Uh, her mother is a respected housewife, or housewife, a respected midwife in the community. Those are two very different things. <laughs> um, but then a year after marriage, she is not pregnant. And in a town where barren women are routinely hanged as witches, her mm. survival depends on leaving behind everything she knows. And she joins up with a uh, uh, notorious, they're called hole in the wall gang, which mm-hmm. uh, is led by a preacher slash turned robber to, um, uh, to be called, uh, what did they say? Oh, known to be called as the kid, which if anyone, the kid. Uh, yeah, okay. whole outlaw, the kid, kind mm-hmm. of on that one. Uh, yeah, and it's just kind of her leaving leaving her perfect little household life and then joining this gang. And it's like I said, very um handmaid's tale vibes, very like, you know, females are just there for making babies and mm-hmm. women horribly. And there's a little bit of LGBTQ two plus in there as well. So it's it was just a really quick, good read, got right to the point didn't lag on mm-hmm. like some books are reading yours like let's get on um was that a YA as well no this one was adult okay yeah really good because of course I'm very much like that just the whole suppression of women and stuff like that right away I'm like oh, oh. yes and very religious playing I <laughs> this is probably because you've been painting so many Pokemon rocks Simone I had Pokemon Sword for a really long time, and then I saw there was that extra downloadable content. Yeah, an expansion pack that, quote me if I'm wrong, the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra. Downloaded that, and of course, right right away, I'm like, oh, let's see if I know any Pokemon, because I know, like, the first, maybe second generation, and everything else, I'm like, what is this? What is that? And it was Oh, really? Oh, I don't know anything. Like, there's some Pokemon that I'm just like, you can kind of see the lack of creativity. Just looks like a an evolution blob of its precursor. Like that looks like this thing, but pink. So not much put into it. No, well, at least that's what I felt. But definitely, it was really exciting to see. I'm like, oh, it's a it's a sand true, or it's a it's a charmander, like all those first gen ones. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what that is. And then you're walking, and you're like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, educate myself a little bit better, so I had other Pokemon to draw on our rocks because if I just did first generation. First of all, kids would probably laugh at me. Second of all, some of them are hard to draw. So I need the easy blobs. Yes. Uh, and there's quite a few of those, apparently. Yes. Yes. So I've been playing that. But of course, if anyone knows me, I am very like, once I get into a game, I'm like in a game. So I have to be very careful. Like I have to literally like lock up uh switch <laughs> to keep playing for like eternity because once i'm in i'm in so i got like no i gotta read so yeah i've been like putting my nintendo system in a safe now i'm in the tundra place and there's like ice pokemon and ice pokemon are really cool but do you know this one that looks like a snow cone i looks like an ice cream cone and then i think its evolution is just like two ice cream cones (laughs) you see what i mean about creativity sometimes i'm like that's an ice cream cone and that's two ice cream cones I think we need to put a picture of it on social media. I think we do too. Just be like, does anyone know what this thing is? What? Okay, now I'm confused. Is there, oh, maybe there's three evolutions. One just looks like a, a dolly whip that floats around and then one looks like a cone. They make for your kids really quick. <laughs> Gosh, I should paint one of these on a rock. <laughs> you really should. I thought. Pokemon ice cream cone. <laughs> Can I paint the, the little... The vanillish one, the little baby one. Of course, the little dolly whip. Yeah, you can yeah. have that one. I'll try the... Oh, 
<laughs> Gosh. Like, what is this? I like how someone put a ditto in an ice cream cone. I was like, there. I'm like, that's kind of the same thing. It does look like that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. We got to get a picture of that on social media. Cause I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I literally have my phone whenever I play. Cause I see something and I'm like, what is that? It looks delicious. It does. But it's like coming after me cause it floats. So it's like <laughs> floating ice cream cones are chasing me some out. <laughs> Whoa. You should see someone. Yeah, right? <laughs> Pokemon are fun. <laughs> they sure are. And then lastly, watching. So I have been, everyone probably already knows, binging Korean dramas on the Netflix. And I got into the latest one called Vincenzo, which, oh my gosh, I love this one so much. But um, just a little summary of it. At the age of eight, Park Joo-hyung went to Italy after he was adopted. He is now an adult and has named himself, he's now Vincenzo Casano. So it kind of takes a more Italian name. Um, versus his Korean name. Um, so he's a lawyer who works for the mafia as a consigliere. Badass. <laughs> he's basically like anytime the mafia, the Italian mafia would get in trouble, he'd be like, because he's a lawyer by trade, so he would oh. get out of it. There's a huge war between mafia groups, so he flees back to South Korea. In South Korea, he gets involved with a lawyer, and she's amazing. She's such a ball buster. I love her. Um, called Hong Cha Young. Mm-hmm. She's one of my favorite characters. Any of the characters in Korean dramas that are just like a pain in the butt, I'm like, I love you. <laughs> um, so she is the type of attorney who will do anything to win a case. Like, oh, it's just, and then of course, Vincenzo falls in love with her and they kind of end up banding together. Like at first, they're kind of like, not more like rivals, I guess, because you find out that Vincenzo stored a bunch of gold in this, uh, building complex that he bought a long time ago and mm-hmm. big wig company uh tries to purchase this building and he's like oh well hell no because all my hidden gold is under there and you can't have that so then there's a big dispute and he kind of goes uh to war with this pharmaceutical company um called Babel, and they're just like they act like the mafia like they just pay to kill people off to get what they want they oh wow yeah, they create all these drugs that are actually like really bad for everyone and all the researchers were dying but they're like no they weren't and they just put it out in the public and they're just they're scheming <laughs> but they're so good <laughs> i just i don't know it was different from the typical romancy like usually i'm like oh i'm just gonna like cute cute romance you know oh a little twist but this one was like there was there there was some violence there was some shooting there was some killing there's knocking people off and it was like oh my god wow bit of a thriller bit of like a whodunner like there's a huge twist about midway through. It was very good. Were you expecting the twist or did it surprise you? Me and my sister are the worst. But yeah, we were kind of expecting the twist. And she said at first, she was like, oh, what if that guy's, I'm not going to spoil it, but what if that guy's the da-da-da? And sure enough, you get all the creepy music, all the zoom-in shots of his face and kind of like twists his expression. We're like, oh, it's him. <laughs> so yeah, so good. I love it. I now follow some fan on Instagram and they are just obsessed with uh, the main characters. And I just definitely my top five that I've seen so far. How many episodes are there? Let me check. Because Korean dramas are fun. Sometimes it's 16, sometimes it's 20, 20. They're about an hour. And I kind of liked at the end that, you know, after everything that's said and done, Vincenzo was like, I am not trying to be the good guy. I'm still going to continue to like 
be the devil and kill people and like he he doesn't even like change at all he's just like nope that's okay like they're just it's none of that happy endings that you're used to like most americanized television is like oh and they live happily ever after and everything's good mm-hmm. yeah he's just like i just he had a whole like moment where it was just him talking and he's like i'm not changing anything meh it's <laughs> like oh on to our next segment housekeeping just been given some exclusive news for those who love pokemon and have been searching for the pokemon rocks that we've been placing around central park that is still happening until may 26th find one of our wonderful pokemon rocks that staff have painted so cool um we do ask that you take just one rock the family just so everyone can get a chance um if you see one and you think oh that's not really a pokemon i like just keep looking around and i'm sure you're going to find one that you'll just fall in love with be sure to send us pictures as well to library at sgpl.ca of you with your Pokemon catch. We can put those up on social media. Another great event we have coming up is the Local Nature Connections webinar. Spending time outdoors has benefits for all ages, for kids especially. Nature can help enhance literacy and learning. So come learn about these connections. It is a registered program, so register as soon as possible because space is limited. You can register on our website and it is for all ages and takes place on Thursday, the 10th of June from 7 till 8 p.m. So just a reminder again about our curbside pickup service. Um, We are still closed to the public, but you can still come see us. Mondays were closed. Uh, Tuesday to Saturday, we're open 10 to 6 and Sunday, which is still kind of new day hours. We're open 12 to 6. So you can come by the library parking lot, give us a call at 780-962-4423, extension zero, and you will be in touch with one of our staff to get your curbside pickup service ready. We have a new service, chat reference with a librarian. So you can visit library webpage, sgpl.ca, and right in the top, there's a banner with different things to click on. And at the end, it says chat. So if you click on there, on Tuesday and Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m., you can chat to one of our staff online. So if you need help downloading an ebook or placing a book request, or just have a question about the library or a certain subject, you can have one of our friendly library team help you get started in real time via chat. So again, that's Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. Fabulous. On the service tab on our uh, main page there at sgpl.ca, there's the reopening plan FAQ. Scroll down, it's got like all the good stuff, like when will we reopen? Right now we don't know. Um, how does curbside pickup work? So if you need more detailed information, for example, you can BYOB, you can bring your own bag for curbside pickup and you didn't know that. Yes, bag, not beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or how do I return my items? Like all that information can be found there, but we updated it and added um, more information about our program. So questions like how do I access programs and special events during uh, the library closure? So we have added our spring programs lineup. Come June, our pride will go there. So it'll be all fixed up and lovely. So we can have that webpage on there. So everyone can be like, amazing. Look at all this good stuff. And of course, you can register for programs and special events online. We tried to make sure all the links and move food forms worked correctly. So you can register from there. Uh, And then there's even more information about the Summer Reading Club. And how is that going to work during our closure if we still are closed and or if we are open? So Sarah has got that all beautifully outlined there. And not to spoil the next point there, Simone, because the next one is Summer Reading Club registrations. I'll let you take away the next bullet point. 
Okay, thank you, Courtney. Yes. Look at that transition. <laughs> oh, good. Registrations open on June 15th. Again, very easy to find the information. Go to our website, sgpl.ca, under programs. And it's the fourth one down, Summer Reading Club 2021. Click on that link and you'll get information about the awesome stuff we're doing this year. It's going to be more added, of course, as closer to the date. As Courtney mentioned, it may be online, it may be in person, it may be a bit of both. It all depends on what COVID's up to. From the 15th of June, you can register online to keep track of your reading and be entered for really awesome weekly prizes. And of course, the more you read, the more chance you have to win. You can also download your reading challenge logs and try the bingo sheets for bonus entries. The bingo sheets are for ages 13 plus, including adults. So each completed reading challenge sheet is an entry for that week's prize draw throughout the summer. Prizes will be randomly drawn for three age groups each week. Zero to six years, seven to 12 and 13 plus. That's going to be really exciting. We'll be adding lots more things as the time gets closer. So stay tuned. But that's not all. Just some of the great things we have during our summer reading program is local hero story times, which will be starting Monday, July 5th and continuing every Monday until August 9th. So we will be having stories from the local heroes in our community. And then one of our favorites always love to do is Stories in the Sun. And that will be on Tuesdays from 6th of July to 10th of August and Thursdays from the 8th of July to the 12th of August. So you can sit outside in the park and relax at this in-person weekly preschool story time. Something new we're adding this year is Drive Home Cinema. Watch a movie from the comfort of your own home. Pick up your snack kit at the library ahead of time and join us on a Zoom for a virtual movie screening. And those are on Tuesdays from the 6th of July to the 10th of August from 2 to 4 p.m. That is a registered program. Go to our website, click on the register link and get your name down. We will also be continuing community crafts. You know you love those, so we're going to make sure we have some great crafts for you to take home. We'll be having some great special events, kids coding workshops, kids virtual writing workshops. And for all you adults who want to join in the fun, we're going to have a virtual reading club adult edition. And that will be running from July to August. You can come online, discuss your favorite books and diverse literary discoveries. And that program is a drop-in, so no need to register. I am very excited for the summer, just reading all that. Yeah, me too. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> What's happening in Spruce Grove? So what is happening in Spruce Grove? So uh, we had mentioned on a previous episode about the Civic Center project um, that was really exciting that was announced on April 26th. Um, for those listeners that do not know, it was the um, approval of trying to create a Civic Center that would include spectator ice rink two community or yeah two community ice rinks both nhl size which is like fabulous community walking track concourse uh, some multi-purpose rooms uh, the art gallery which we share a space with currently the black box performing arts theater which was they were curious lots of questions about what that would replace horizon stage because we had also mentioned in a previous episode that uh, they were renovating the high school and they weren't sure if horizon stage was 
part of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And of course, lastly, but the most important part for us is a Spruce Grove Public Library branch. So I just, because I'm, <laughs> we discussed a little bit here, I am constantly watching this page because I'm like, what's new? What's new? Have they approved? Like, we're, they're still mm-hmm. in a uh, very preliminary discussions about this is what we propose. Like, nothing's been surefire just quite yet. Okay. Um, but they have updated the webpage. So, of course, I'll be the first to know that. Um, just some <laughs> common questions that were asked, I believe, on uh, the city's uh, Facebook page. So now they are addressing it. Questions such as, why this project now? And uh, where are we looking at having the space? Like, is what about the land acquisition? How's it being paid for? And then how does this affect the future of our s So they have gone ahead and answered some of those questions. And of course, I'm sure they will add more as the community continues to send in more questions. Uh, so yeah, take a look at that. It's on sprucegrove.org slash community slash civic center project for more information. Spring programs at uh, the Parkland County Libraries. So I've got a June overview because we're kind of slowly getting into June here. And I wanted to make sure our listeners had an excellent chance to kind of prep themselves for all the amazing awesomeness that they're going to be having. So I just went to pclibraries.ca slash programs slash spring programs. Um, so they have their complete lineup there. But I noticed that they updated with their June overview to celebrate, which is wonderful. And then they have, they're also celebrating National Indigenous Peoples Day, which is June 21st, I believe. And, oh, try your hand at Bannock. Have you had Bannock? Yes, I have had that. Delicious. Um, June is also Indigenous History Month. And there will be a commemorative heart project included in the kit. There's a little star here. It says, if you have children in your home, we encourage you to get a kit and share the activities with your children. So it's like fun for all. Indigenous Peoples Day. So make sure to head over to pclibraries.ca to register for those fabulous programs and also take a look at everything else that they have uh, been doing super duper awesomely. So our theme, we were a little stumped about our theme. I mean, we've got so much going on, but we thought we'd take this episode to reflect about all the positive moments that this pandemic has brought us. Because why not? So Simone, let's start with you. What are five positives that have happened in your life because of the pandemic? Well, I had to think about this at first because my initial reaction were uh, positives, hmm. but they actually came to me quite quickly after that. First uh, positive is working at home means I get more time with my family and more time with my pets. My office is in our basement and I bring down the cat and the dog and the bunnies every day. So I get to pet my cat and give my dog belly rubs as I work, which is awesome. Uh, Catching up on reading and writing. That's been really good. I've definitely been reading more this year. When I do go into work, there's less people on the bus, which is nice because buses can get pretty packed sometimes. And getting new carpet at the library. While we've been closed, we've been able to do a bit of rearranging. And one of the big things we've done is have a new carpet. So it looks really nice, very stylish. It's great to see that because been here since. 2007, when we moved into the building, this is the first major carpet change we've had. And of course, number five is seeing people working together to beat COVID, doing things to help each other. I feel like people are being a little bit nicer, a bit kinder. I think that's one of the big positives to come out of all this. I agree. Those are beautiful. And I like yourself, when I was making this list, I kind of had to <clears throat> dig deep. <laughs> it's like, okay. But then once you got going, it kind of just 
explode right after another. So mine are very similar to yours. Definitely been enjoying more uh, home cooked meals. Like I rarely eat out. Uh, I mean, so much so that my family, bless their hearts, have been uh, like making homemade pasta, homemade wow. bread. I've tried some new dishes. Like I, I don't know, dare I say, can I go back to the restaurant food? Like I just, I don't miss it. How about you? Do you miss going out for restaurants? Uh, we have been trying more home cooked meals. Um, we haven't been making pasta and bread. That's, that's, that's awesome. But yeah, we've definitely been coming up with more creative ways to eat, think healthier ways as well. Absolutely. Like every meal now at after work, it's with my family. So I'm like, I've never really had that before. Before I remember <laughs> something such a jerk. You kind of get your food and then you're like, bye. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm going to my room or I'm going to watch TV downstairs or like not, you know, talk. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't really connect. So I find now I find it a, a huge act of love in my mind. I'm like, you took the time, you made me some food. I'm going to enjoy it with you together. We're going to clean up together. It's just a kind of a beautiful bonding experience with my family. So That's think, really nice. Yeah. So that was definitely number one that I had to think of because, you know, I had to get on that sourdough craze. I remember all the celebrities <laughs> are making sourdough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, got to get on that. But yeah, that's definitely a big one. Um, this one's pretty obvious, but uh, basically the pandemic has brought me to my love of Korean drama. Because while looking at uh, it, like, yeah, I had, I, you know, you started with one and I just needed something. There's so much just life and excitement and I wasn't getting that with when COVID first started so Korean drama just saved me if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> get my spirits up um been really getting to the habit of reading every night like I said about my 100 pages a day is usually my sweet spot uh, I wasn't doing that before the pandemic before I would like barely read and now every time I come into work I've got Gloria or Sherry or Miriam be like you've got some holds or sometimes staff are nice enough to just put it right on my desk be like here I know that's yours. Yeah. So I've always got tons of stuff coming in. And of course, this podcast is Start Behind the Stacks. This was a great way to reach out to everyone during the pandemic. I I I don't have a crystal ball. I wouldn't be able to say like without the pandemic, we wouldn't have started this on our own. Like I don't know. Maybe. But this was definitely a great way to convince um management, everybody else, like, hey, this is a great way to connect with their community that's, you know, social distance. And so I feel like that's a huge one. I didn't even count. Is that more than five? And of course, I had to mention this because I feel like every day I'm looking at uh, Bloom Cookies website to see because they have vegan cookies and treats that are that change weekly. And they have been <laughs> amazing this whole pandemic, I believe. Uh, they, like they're still open store wise, but now they've offered the service of delivery. So for mm-hmm. a five extra bucks, which is about the same as me driving all the way down to the downtown Edmonton and paying for parking, they bring cookies to my door. Wow. Game changer. I <laughs> might be mildly addicted, but I highly recommend Bloom Cookies in Edmonton. They're delicious. So good. I think I'll bring some in for staff for our birthdays. because I think you need to. Yes. Think, yeah. I'll just I'll have to be very careful because they deliver on Fridays. I know this so well. And now, then I have to keep them until Tuesday. So I'll have to like hide them or I will eat them all. <laughs> they have a delicious Earl Grey cookie and a ginger snap and chocolate. Oh, great. And cu- oh, just, oh, I'll have to show you later. They're so good. But, uh, I'll I'll take an Earl Grey, definitely. Yeah, I'm all for supporting local business, of course, because I know it's very tough for those mm-hmm. small businesses that are just trying to get by through this with all the closure, oh, yeah. the restrictions changing. So any way I can help. And if that's stuffing my face with cookies, so be it. 
So that's it from our positives, five positives about the pandemic. And the next question that we have for ourselves is what did you learn about yourself? Like what has changed or has changed you? Simone, you want to go first? You have a nice, lovely answer here. Well, um, something I've discovered that has been nice is that I'm actually not so bad at being a step parent. Working at home, stepdaughters at home every day as well, working, you know, doing schooling online. It's It was pretty challenging at first. Quite a change being together every day, all day, all evening, with the upheaval of online schooling. I think we've it's also made us grow closer as a family, having all that time together. It seemed to have a better flow and having lots of fun times, you know, lots of laughing, solving issues together. I feel we're doing much better at discussing things and being patient most of the time, although I'm not always the best at being patient. I'm a bit of a grumpy old man sometimes. But generally, I think we're doing really well. And I also enjoy working out at home because it's free. Uh, I get to stay at home. Um, I don't have to travel. I don't have to buy a load of workout, you know, new workout clothes. And I get Quinn and Daisy, my dog and my cat, cheering me on. So I stumble through the workout. Yeah, family and health. I think those are the big changes for me, both very positive. Okay, absolutely beautiful. And I think you're doing an excellent job. So. <laughs> Thank you. For myself, very much, obviously, the health conscious moving forward. Our listeners may or may not know that, like, you know, the whole wearing masks thing. Like, I think that is something that I might carry with me for a little mm-hmm. bit longer than, you know, just the government saying, oh, you don't have to. Like, if I'm going to a very crowded area, I'm like, oh, you know, like maybe I'll wear a mask. Or if I'm feeling unwell, like I know that's very big in Asian cultures. If they're feeling sick, they put a mask on because they're very conscious of other people as well. They're like, okay, I'm not feeling well. So I'm just going to put this mask on so I don't like, you know, sneeze all over everybody or cough. All over mm-hmm. everybody. So I just think, yeah, health conscious moving forward, washing my hands, obviously way more. Like as soon as I get home, wash my hands. As soon as I come back, I'm going to wash my hands. It's not like I was filthy before, but at the same time, I'm just a little bit more like, okay, yeah, you know, stay clean, stay healthy. Um, and if, of course, if you're like not feeling well, saying it's okay not to come into work, like I think that will be a big change. It won't be like, oh, well, you're not dead, so get to work. You know, I think we're mm-hmm. sort of a little more compassion for that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that is something as well. I'm, um, it's made me more conscious, I think, of other people. Too close to you. I don't want to cough on you. Kind of respecting spaces a bit more and being more aware of of those around you i noticed too like you said about like you know people being a little bit more aware of each other and uh, cognizant of like other people which i always kind of (laughs) guffawed before like beginning of this covid because i knew that north america is always reliably known for individualistic and individualism like it's always worry about yourself just worry yourself yourself you individual you and as, you know, my love for other cultures, including Asian cultures, they're very collectivist. It's very like, think about everybody else before you do that. Like if I, you know, wear a mask, think about other people, not just myself. So I think this transition that we're slowly doing about this more collective thinking, like, okay, like I'm worried about myself, but what about other people around me? I think that's really special. And I hope it continues for people to think about other people moving mm-hmm. forward. So I think if we can just be kinder, to everybody else that will have better life yeah absolutely and last question that we thought of once <laughs> i thought of another thing to add to my list 
Simone, what is the first thing you're going to do or you hope to do? Like you're free, where are you flying? Where are you going? The first thing I'm going to do is visit Saskatoon and see my three nephews. I usually visit them around three or four times a year. So it's been really hard not seeing them for, yeah, it's about a year now. They're all growing like weeds, you know. I feel I'm I'm missing out on so much and I just had the best time seeing them. And I just can't wait to go back to Saskatoon and spend a few days playing video games and shooting water guns, Nerf guns, and just making memories with my nephews. And also going to my friend Julie's house to watch scary movies because we've been friends for about, oh gosh, it's nearly 10 years now, I guess. We've always gone to each other's houses each week to watch scary films. And that's been another real challenge, not being able to do that. We do it online. Like we'll watch a movie on Netflix and we'll both press play at the same time and then text each other during the film. But I just can't wait for being actually together. And I can give her a big hug and get some ice cream. It's going to be good. Do you get to connect with your nephews virtually during this or? I do. We we talk on FaceTime and they they love playing Fortnite. So I've become quite the Fortnite player. I just, I really miss being able to give them a hug if they've had a rough day at school and they're telling me on the phone and I think, oh, wish I could just see you and say, it's going to be okay. You know, I, I was there when they were all born and the oldest one's 11, second one is nine and the youngest is turning eight tomorrow, actually. So yeah, the time's going very fast and I don't want to miss out on too much of it. Are these one of the nephews with your chocolate milk story that we said in Easter? Was that? Oh, no, this, that's a different story. <laughs> it's the Easter bunny. It's the Easter bunny story. Chocolate milk and the Easter bunny when I scandalously said that the Easter bunny had drank his chocolate milk and he was then terrified that the Easter bunny was going to steal everything in the house. Um, but you reminded me also of another chocolate milk story with Andrew where he was about two or three and uh, his parents had a little timeout chair that he could sit in when he was in timeout. And one day he had a little jug of chocolate milk and it kept falling over when he put it on the couch. It had the lid on and everything. But he was getting so frustrated. And in the end, um, my sister-in-law went into the room and she saw the bottle of milk sitting on the timeout chair. And Andrew said it wasn't listening. It kept falling over. So it needs a timeout. He knows how this works. <laughs> That's so cute. All your cute stories with chocolate milk. I know. It's <laughs> funny how I got the wrong one. So, which chocolate milk story? It's so many. Obvious. First one That's I found. Funny. Basically, before everything shut down, I had plans to go to Japan. And I'm obviously still not upset about it at all. But the first thing I'm going to go to is I'm going for a month on vacay to Japan. And I can get like all of my... I feel like they're like japan sillies or something because anytime i have a chance i'm like hey you want to know what's happening in japan everyone's probably like no and i'm like hey you know this one time in japan they're probably like oh could you stop talking about japan like i think everyone's just so sick of me so i have to leave get it out of my system then come back and be like because i usually Mm -hmm. go for two years and now it's going to be almost four years by the time maybe i can go i'm just like pent up (laughs) i'm just so like i need to get it Mm -hmm. out i need i need to be free um I said wear lipstick because I have so many fabulous lipsticks and I'm wearing some now, but that I just got from H Mart. That's a Korean 
grocery store. They have lots of beauty products and they're like, I've been there, I feel like every week because they have like kimchi and all kinds of good food. So they've been amazing. So obviously wear lipstick without the nice schmear from the mask. I Mm -hmm. I put a little bit on my mask already. Oh, yep. A little bit. But I don't care. I'm very excited to welcome back patrons. Like Simone said, we got new carpet. We got new computers. Of course, we had our new computer desks that didn't really get much daylight because we got them. Everyone was like, this is awesome. And then we had to close again. So mm-hmm. a little snippets. Um, eventually, we're going to be renovating our new Sterk desk. The the battle, what do they call it? The mothership is destroyed. What sounds like that? <laughs> we nuked it. No. <laughs> we nuked it from orbit. Well, and I was here watching it, and I let me just say I had some fun looks while I was watching them destroy that big desk. Because I mean, it was heavy machinery, like all the saws, the hammers, bang and smash them. It's like, <laughs> bye bye, mothership. <laughs> so we're gonna get something beautiful there. Just excited to see everyone come back because I mean, the only interaction we kind of get is like social medias, or someone sends us a picture finding Pokemon rocks. The library. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm like, I don't know how everyone's doing. Yeah. Hey. It'd be nice to welcome everyone back. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing that I want to try, and lucky me, I found out that a yoga studio right beside my house does it, is aerial yoga. I typed this in just as we were talking. What is aerial it's, yoga? It's that one where um, there's like, uh, cloth is a terrible term, but there's fabric suspended from the ceiling, and it looks like kind of a hammock piece mm. a little bit. And then you do like kind of Cirque du Soleil yourself up there and do yoga and stretches with it and then you can also like i've seen i like the last part you can just rest in a little cocoon like you make yourself a cocoon out of this fabric that drapes from the ceiling and you just sit there and that's mm-hmm. like your cooling station and not gonna lie i saw this on a korean drama and i was like oh, i want to do that so <laughs> i mean we'll see how well that goes because i'm not exactly the most aerodynamic or flexible or athletic so this should be fun <laughs> i'll let you know how that goes if i fell from the ceiling or not Yes, that, that's a future episode. You need to tell us a story about how that goes. I will. It'll probably be the first time I tried it, and that'll be the last time I tried it, but we won't know until... <laughs> At least you tried it. But we tried it. It's okay. Because, yeah, I just... That's the other thing. Is There's so many outdoorsy things I wanted to do. Like, um, what was really big in St. Albert is everyone seemed to buy a kayak or a canoe or a boat, and our river is just flooded with everyone. And I was like, I want to learn how to do that, but I don't know. I always have these thoughts that I'm like do I still know how to swim like when's the last time you went for a swim I'm like do I float still like so I kind of have the spear in my head I'm like what if I forgot how to swim it's been like oh, I'm gonna be generous to myself and say 10 years mm-hmm. like I don't even know if I know how I'm trying to have your life jacket you probably be fine. and I mean I'm not gonna lie our river is not that high I could probably stand up in it so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, but, oh, okay. yeah but definitely try some different activities I think would be a lot of one more that came to mind for me was um, going to England and visiting my dad and I my stepmom. <laughs> I would love for you to meet them. You'd have a great time. You would get fussed over and they'd bring out a cart with cake and biscuits and sandwiches. <laughs> it's crazy. Have you been eaten enough? Do you want something else? I'm like, oh my, there's cake, ice cream. I, I don't know. <laughs> Boiled? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I really, I can't wait to hug my dad again. I'll take you to Japan. You can meet my friend. And then we're, we're square. We each do a tour. And then I can take you to England and you can meet my parents. Yes. Oh, yes. Yay. See? So many things that we're excited for. I'm like, yes. where's my second vaccination? Like, I want to go. Let's go. Mask yeah, up. now. 
that right now. Mm-hmm. Patience. I'm getting impatient. But I mean, I think we've been pretty patient so far. We tried, definitely. I think we've done a good job. Excellent. Well, if anyone has any positive pandemic moments that you want to share with us, please send them to us at behind the stacks at sgpl.ca. When we do go to our um, respective countries, we should record some audio in Japan. Yes. I because I have a Podbean app, so I mean I could just record that sucker and send you the file. Yeah, I'll have my friends say hi from Japan. And That'd be Japan. great. <laughs> we now join Courtney in Japan. Yes, I think that's going to be an episode for us is our travels. Like hopefully mm-hmm. we do fun stuff around the same time, even if it's Saskatoon. Who cares? That still travels. <laughs> hi from your fans and your peeps and your awesome people. Okay, future episode. I'm down. Well, that's about it for this episode. It's been so much fun. I've really enjoyed thinking about all the positive aspects of the past year or so. So I don't think we do that enough, just dwelling on all the stuff that sucks. If you would like to be a special guest, or you have any questions, concerns, or any great episode ideas, we would love to hear from you. So please send them to us at behindthestacks at sgpl.ca. So that's goodbye for me. And goodbye for me. And we'll see everyone next time on our June episode, which should be, there's so much happening in June. We're so excited. It's going to be fabulous. Anyways, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.